everybody. I'm Mark. I'm Bryn. I'm Jenny. Yeah, we got a special guest here today. Jenny has come back, and she actually picked the movie today. Yes, she did. And the movie is... The Lost Skeleton of Cadaver. And what a film experience it was. Yes, so let's just jump right in and get started. Let's preface this with... We have been consuming adult beverages. Yes, I actually had a Coca-Cola earlier, and it's kind of nice. And I had a Mr. Pibbs, or yeah. Dr. Pibbs. I don't know if he it's got his PhD. No, it's Mr. It Pibbs. It was Mr. Oh. Yeah, he's a, he's a fucking bum. And RC Cola, but that's it. Now, actually, I've been drinking some vodka. I think Britain's been drinking some vodka. Yes. I think Jenny's been drinking some wine. Just a little wine. Yes. And uh, this will be our first, uh, I guess, drunk cast, for, the, for lack of a better term. I'm gonna get very angry very quickly. So I know, and I'm, I'm gonna cry. Yeah, I know. We've we've all been there. All right, so <laughs> why don't we give a little uh, rundown of what the movie's about? Oh, go ahead, Burton. That's your job. Uh, so the the premise of the movie is that there is a scientist and his wife who on a bit of an expedition to you know find this uh, this fragment of meteor, and the 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 scientist. Uh, is infatuated infatuated with science. Everything is science, and the wife is just the scientist's wife. And in the meantime... I think this is probably a good place to point out that this movie is a satire of, like, 50s B-movies. Yeah. That is its main draw, so... Uh, the fact that Britain says that, you know, he's infatuated science, like, they, they literally spell that up because this yeah. is supposed to be satirical of movies like, um... The brain that wouldn't quit, or you know, things like that. Yeah, the, the, the head that wouldn't die. Yeah, the teenagers from outer space, things like that. Yeah. So anyway, continue. So, uh, in the meantime, uh, they're looking for this uh, one element called atmospherium, mm -hmm. and uh, unbeknownst to them, that there are two other parties also looking for them. Uh, a set of alien, <gasps> an alien couple. No. Uh, from uh, Marva. Marva. And this, uh, I guess, I guess he's an archaeologist. He didn't really say he's, his profession. Profession. Did he's he? also a scientist. He's yeah, Doctor Roger Fleming. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's looking for this piece of meteorite, this atmospherium, because it's the only thing that will resurrect the lost skeleton of Cadavera, who is a skeleton. And I guess he wants to take over the world somehow with it. Somehow with the skeleton. So that is the the bearer. Uh, bare basics of the plot. The aliens, of course, have a mutant, um, kind of like this island Earth or any other yeah. movie that uh, about space travelers. And the mutant uh, kind of goes on a, a little bit of a killing spree. I mean, well, I guess it only kills two people, so it's not really a spree. I would say uh, two people. Yeah, it kills the Ranger yeah. Rick and uh, the Ran first Ranger Brad. Ranger and the, Brad and the, and the first oh, the farmer. And the farmer. Yep. And he also kills Bessie. The, oh, the cow. The cow. Yeah. Cows That's are. unconfirmed. Yeah. We don't see any dead cows. <laughs> they didn't say killed. They said horribly mutilated. Oh, that's right. So so Bessie is pr presumably going around you know, with her prosthetic hoove. And uh, <laughs> and here, her, she's got like bionics on her right bionic now. Bionic udders. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, as I said before, like there is a, the, a heavy... Um, Set, uh, satirical take of these 1950s B movies. Yeah, very, very tongue in, uh, very tongue in cheek. Not, no, not at all tongue in cheek at all. No, uh, it very much spells it out yeah. for you. This um, movie yeah, came guess. out in 2004 and yeah. is black and white. Mm -hmm. Skeletorama, I believe it was filmed in. Yep, which I liked. 
Um, I, I will say this. Um, I know, and this is going to be a controversial opinion. Uh-oh. I don't think I enjoyed this movie as much as you two did. Really? I thought it was okay. That is my, you know, I was like, okay, I res- I actually respect the movie for what it's doing. Yeah. More than I actually enjoyed the movie itself. Uh, the things I really liked about the movie were more the little touches than anything. I liked that their, uh, their chemistry kit was the same for yeah. the, uh, for Dr. Russell Struber and, uh, and, uh, the other, uh, Paul and Betty. Like, I, I think that was a nice little touch. They even had the same little box in the background. I liked, uh, like, in the background of the alien spaceship, they just have... The, these random gauges. Yeah, just, like, like just taped to the wall, and that's their sensitive equipment. I thought that was really funny. Uh, but most of the most of the stuff, I was like, okay, you know, it's enjoyable. I didn't think it was, you know, laugh out loud, but I did thought it was clever. Clever. Uh, that's how I would describe the movie. Very clever. clever. Uh, I, I like the, uh, the, the kind of forced, uh, you know, 50s narrative where... You're my wife, and yeah. I'm a scientist, and I'm a scientist, and you know, you're my wife. Oh, I'm a scientist's wife who's married to a scientist. Just this uh, kind of forced, uh, you know, this, this forced narrative of the uh, the fifties genre, this forced satire, you know, mm-hmm. overspelling out the uh, uh, you know every detail as if we were we were dummies. Yeah, I I did like that like the first few times, and then like about halfway through, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I get it. I yeah. get it. it. You're, you're. I know what you're doing. Like, let's just, let's just get back to the mutant action here. But, like I said, I respected this movie for what it was doing more than yeah. I actually thought it was a, like a laugh out loud yuck fest, with the exception of one character and scene in particular. Go on. Um, Animala, who is a, yeah, basically a beautiful woman made up of four different animals. All right, I said that wrong. Uh, she's a uh, beautiful mm-hmm. woman who's got like the soul of four different animals in her. No, she was made of four different animals okay. with the Mutatron. The Mutatron, okay. Yeah. So they took this Mutatron and four different like forest animals kind of come together to make this most amazing woman you've ever seen. And there's a scene where um, she's seducing uh, Paul, the uh, the main scientist, with yeah. this like animalistic dance. And yeah, it's it's very hokey, but I thought that was the the highlight of the movie personally. I thought it was a fu- a funny scene all the way through. I thought the music was just perfectly uh, done throughout, yeah. and I thought the little dance she did like is actually almost feels like something an animal would kind of you know a forest animal would kind of create as a humanistic dance. So I yeah. thought it was very funny and very well done. That was my that was the highlight of the movie for me. Uh, yes. Uh, I'm tr- my my favorite character actually uh, was the the skeleton himself. Just the uh, how impatient mm-hmm. he he was with uh, the doctor that was helping him out, and uh, especially like my favorite phrase was "I sleep now," mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, as he just collapses onto the ground. Um, like uh, let's see, A- Animala was definitely definitely one of the biggest highlights. Uh, like I'm. I'm probably going to say a rower, uh, in response to I a hope lot of not. You know, I, hope I, so. I know. Actually, I hope yeah. you do, Britton, because I, yeah. I, I would be surprised if, like, if you just turned around me and just like, "Hey, Britton, did you get the? Did you get the mail?" Rower. I'd be like, uh, "Okay." <laughs> I would actually laugh my ass off. <laughs> like, it would take me completely by surprise if you did that. I, I, I welcome it. Rower. All right, that's enough. Animala <laughs> has some of the most quotable things. I mean, besides rower. Wolf. Meow, um, I think was one of them. Meow. He hates you. 
He's always hated you, Roger. <laughs> You there know. was there was something she always agree or something like that was that her always line? agree yeah I like that because yeah, he funny. tells her mm-hmm. when we get in there always agree with me but you don't see that on screen yeah. so that's inferred dip, 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 dip. so whenever he says something she's like always agree <laughs> so yeah and I'm gonna go on a limb and say actually I don't know who was your favorite character was it Rager Bread Ranger Ranger <laughs> Brad <laughs> no um, Animala is my favorite character I. I feel a connection somehow with her. But I also really like the Marvin Martian characters, like the alien characters. Mm -hmm. I think they're really funny because they are literally just there to say exposition. Like, I'm going to go inside to fix our ship, which is broken. (laughs) You know? And I I like a lot of the... uh, Fish out of water dynamics that they have with the uh, the the scientist and his wife as well. The uh, you know especially when you know, like little things like when he when they go to shake hands he just doesn't understand or uh, they don't understand what stairs are. Yeah, yeah. or uh, they don't know how to sit. Oh, yeah, the right. sitting I the sitting I thought was kind of funny. Like I said, it's the little things that I really enjoyed more in the movie more mm-hmm. than uh, the big things. Like, I got a bigger kick out of things like the... Not the first time that they sat, but the second time they did it, I was I actually thought it was, like, a lot funnier than the first time for because some reason. Because they just looked at each other and nodded and, and said, said, now. now. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I was like, ha, huh, that's funny. I, I, I appreciate that. So, um, now I do have a question for you, Jenny. Uh, how did you discover this movie? So, this movie came out in the early aughts. Or the mid-aughts, I suppose, 2004. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was working at Hollywood Video. Wow, what is time. that? Is that one of those video rental establishments? It sure was. Is that in California? No, actually, there were many right around this area. What? Yeah. Go on. Well, there was a time where we could only watch PG movies. Us in the store. So we oh, had, okay. so in the store we had many televisions and we could only watch PG movies. And a lot of times that's like animated films, yeah. you know, things like that. We the could, Mario Brothers movie. Mario yeah. Brothers movie. Don't play. I love that movie. I love that movie. <laughs> so when this got added to the new release wall, one of my coworkers was like, Hey, we should watch this. We're going to put this in. And I said, okay. And we played it all the time in the background before actually sitting down and watching it. So it became kind of like this, like we would catch these funny quotes and these mm-hmm. funny scenes, yeah. like the tip, tip, tip drinking scene or like them sitting down or them at the dinner or, you know, things like that. Or like the wedding scene at the end. We'd be like, what is this? <laughs> How did they even get here? What is happening? There's a mutant? Like, you know, after the fourth time it's in on repeat, then you notice, like, oh, there's a mutant because... what is this I'm seeing here? Exactly. So we finally took it home and a bunch of us watched it. And it ended up being, like, our personal cult classic. We were like, this movie is amazing. What are we going to (laughs) do? I need to own it. So a lot of us had to call around to all of the Hollywood videos in the area to make sure that we could secure a previously viewed <laughs> sold funny. copy because there was H 
each place only had two copies. One was going to be kept for rental and one was going to be sold to the public. And okay. we all had to call around and be like, I need, I need this. <laughs> um, if you could put this under my name, thank like, you. And then the, the, the sales skyrocketed. And they're like, we got to order more of these uh, Lost Skeleton of Cadaver. Right, but that's not how Hollywood video worked. Oh, but I'm sorry. If it did, if this was like an actual establishment. That's how it would have worked. <laughs> if no this offense. was a blockbuster, it, it might have worked differently. Right, they probably would have Yeah, uh, ordered more copies. Um, but yeah, that's how I I came across this glorious this gem. DVD. Um, I actually, every time I come across this DVD in the wild, I do purchase it and give it to people. I was going to say, oh, to nice. keep it from everybody else. Right, but I've never actually seen just a for sale copy of this movie every time i do find it it's a used copy uh, at huh. like an fye or something and it's always an old rental copy and it always still has the rental sticker on it like that's funny m- now is that the original from uh, hollywood this one is this one is not from the location that i worked because i lost that battle i had to get it from a location that i ended up working at eventually so, so nice. it was a good trade-off yeah so uh, one thing I did enjoy about uh, this movie, like I said, there was like a lot of little things that I liked uh, a lot, and part of the fun, part of the charm, I would say, this movie was, and that's I guess the best way to cl- uh, call it. It was a clever movie and it had a lot of charm to it. Um, one of the things I thought was very charming was um, there were a few times when a character would be like standing or you know at one angle, and then like the next cut they would be somewhere completely different. Like, the wife collapses and the husband's standing, and the next cut, he's literally face-to-face with her uh, on the bed. Like a startling jump cut. Yeah, and it was... I thought that was, like, a really a lot of fun. I thought yeah. that was probably the most fun... Uh, some of the most fun that was that was in the movie, because it's... Uh, it really does kind of take you... Like, it's almost like... Um, like, you know how they have a, a jump scare? It's almost like a jump laugh. Like, oh, oh, I didn't <laughs> right. see that coming. Like, oh, whew. That got me. I'm trying to think of like how we would, uh, you know, make a like a cheesy '50s movie. Um, well, actually, I was thinking about that while I was watching it, and uh, '50s movies, f- for the most part, uh, they almost write themselves in a way. Like the funny thing is, I don't think we would have a good time uh, writing or doing like a, a '50s movies because even though we watch a lot of bad movies, me and you, yeah, we don't watch a lot of '50s movies. Hmm. Like the only time we watch '50s movies or I watch '50s movies are from like Mystery Science Theater or hmm. I've seen Elvira do a few of them on her yeah. show, and that's the only time I really see them. But our wheelhouse is more cheesy '80s movies or um, like early '90s movies. Like that's our yeah. that's our sweet spot right there. Though I, I think we would do a good one uh, if it were. Uh, if it took place in the 30s or during the uh, oh the vault during days. Uh, pro- prohibition oh okay yeah vote prohibition would probably be a good yeah. one too that would be an excellent all right so let's brainstorm let's think hey. of a good prohibition monster. what are you some kind of mutant <laughs> ah what are you doing here it's well, a clean town well let's see like uh, I guess the interesting thing would be like what was you know if we're gonna emulate stuff from the 30s it would be yeah. like what would be you know their monsters of the 30s other than you know hunger uh. uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that would be like it would just be a a, a fat kind of fat cat type smart c- cigar smoking rich man that would be monster that would be great that I comes agree. in and eats their food like Radigan from- yes we yeah, just, just watched yeah. 
We just watched that like two weeks ago. I'm coming in here and I'm gonna eat your food and then please leave. don't. We're no, hungry. No, that's what I do. Please, that's exactly no. the plot to Fat Cat again. Great Mouse Detective. <laughs> <laughs> like Mark showed me that movie and kind of really underrated. It kind of felt really fell under under the radar. Yeah, I, I excellent thought, movie. I watched it just as a whim one time on uh, hashtag Disney Plus, and I was like, you know, I heard some some things about this. Let me pop it on. I was like, this is great. Fucking Vincent Price. I had no idea. Yeah, and, and he like really Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of. And he totally stole the show. He has like Vincent a, Price. He put, he has this one. Oh, this is gonna be some spoiler alert here. Oh no! But um, like towards the end, he's like torturing. Uh, like he has like an over elaborate death trap for the Sherlock Holmes, uh, great mouse detective character. And like as he's like leaving them to die, he puts on like a record of himself as a bad guy. You know, just kind of explaining his evil plot and then singing. And I was like, that is the best thing I think I've ever seen. Like, this yeah. man is so full of himself that he has a record of himself singing. And you know what? That is exactly what I would fucking do. Like, torture him <laughs> one last time. Like, Vincent Price has a good voice. I don't. Uh, but it doesn't matter. I think uh, I think I can pull it off. Yeah, just keep listening, everyone. Yeah. I'm sorry. Me, 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 me. That's not bad. That's good. That's good. Sure. Shut up. Stop looking at me. I <laughs> can't stop looking at you after that. I know. <laughs> Please, someone else say something. Uh, wait, what, 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 30s monster. Uh, 30s monster. Other than Dracula, of course. Mmm, Dracula. A motherfucking Dracula, yeah. Uh, not just a Dracula, a mutant a Dracula, Dracula. A mutant Dracula during the Prohibition. Yes. Now, would it change who he drank blood from? Because yeah. they would not be intoxicated. Huh. Yeah, here's the thing. I want the whole thing to be almost allegorical, like... Now the vampire can't find a good neck to, to drink from because there's a prohibition going on. So he's drying up too. He's getting desperate. You know, he's going out to uh, blood speakeasies, you know, where uh, vampires have to meet up in private to find these, like, you know, private little things. This movie writes itself. Get a pen and paper. I already <laughs> think that that was a uh, plot in True Blood, by the way. Ah, oh, damn it. Oh, always sorry. True Blood. <laughs> All right, how about motherfucking Frankenstein? Uh... <laughs> He can't get uh, fire uh, prohibition. Nah, yeah, it's not gonna work. Bolts. Fire prohibition does not yeah, work. It doesn't that work at not all. Not a thing. <laughs> fire you can't, prohibition. You can't you have well fire. Now, go back I- to the caveman. <laughs> Quest for fire with Frankenstein. Uh, fire isn't a moral thing to have in this city. All right. Was the was the Wolfman in, in the, the during that time? Was uh was that a yeah, prohibition that, thing? Yeah. Uh, like maybe he's what, no have- wolfmen allowed? <laughs> no, no moons. No I don't moons. know. <laughs> no moons. Everything's a new moon. Hmm. Every day is a new ah. moon. Every day is a new old moon. That's twice I sang in this podcast, by the way. That's You're welcome. Twice too many. Yeah, it's that's not. I think people want this. If you want me to sing more, uh just don't comment at all or anything like that on our on our thing and I'll just continue singing. If you do want me to stop singing, comment. Wow. Yeah, I know. that was genius. I know it's great. I huh? see what you did no. there. All right, so I'm trying to think of other monsters from the 30s. Uh, the or, creature, the creature, the I think, was goon. more 50s. Was he? Yeah, he so, was. Because that I was guess. like the that was like when Clint Eastwood started coming into his own. Because he was what? in the was sequel. he a monster too? No, he was in the sequel. He was in the Return of the Monster. <laughs> That's true. Like that was his first movie. Uh, I, I know. Uh, Fun fact. That was a. Not a fun fact, but it was a, it was a fact. That was a great fact. Yeah, I'm proud of you. He was also in Tarantula. 
But anyway. <laughs> well, I feel like the creature with the Black Lagoon was kind of already like the mutant that we saw. That's yeah. true. You know, yeah. like this misunderstood creature kind of thing that is kind of lovable. I got it. King Kong, somehow. <laughs> oh, okay. He was from the 30s. In the Prohibition? In the Prohibition. King Kong in the Prohibition? King Kong in Prohibition. I don't know why, but I imagine him wearing a vest and twirling a, a uh, pocket watch. Like, <laughs> so... <laughs> he climbs up the building only because it's the biggest stage. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... Well, that's he didn't his, like the stage. <laughs> it that's really wasn't his, his thing. No, he, he didn't like the cameras. Yeah, that's right. He, like he doesn't like that. So, yeah, so... He just wants a drink, King Kong. Yeah. He's had a rough time. He's a fucking... Like, he's the a big city really makes him nervous, and, he, the, and the drink calms <laughs> his nerves. Stranger in a strange land kind exactly. of Exactly. So he's there. He's like, all right, I usually drink this red fruit berry stuff from, uh, you know, that puts me to sleep from King Kong versus Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, like, looking for a good drink, but unfortunately, it's prohibition. He can't find a drink, and he just gets angrier and angrier until he runs amok in, I don't know, uh... Uh, Los Angeles. Des Moines. Des Moines. <laughs> they don't have... I don't know if they have the capabilities to stop them there in Des Moines. Yeah, that, and that's a big problem now, isn't it? Yeah. Like, they have to ship, like, the airplanes. They're going to be a few hours away while he's climbing the top of the... Uh, uh, there has to be an Air Force base nearby. He's climbing the top of City Hall, which is, like, <laughs> one story. Hey! There's just he one old guy. He climb. He hey, just, like, kind of steps. They throw rocks at him and he falls. Hey, get up there! Hey! You! <laughs> hey! He's climbing. Stop that! Hey, <laughs> kids these days. It was liquor killed the beast. <laughs> yeah, he brought pool to this town, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> now let me tell you, friends, you got trouble with a capital <laughs> with a capital T that rhymes with K and that stands for Kong. Don't even. That's three. That is the third time I've rammed or I've sung. I can't with that song. Hey, I love that. Right That's now. the best song from the Music Man. I know all the words to it. <laughs> Yeah. No. What do you mean no? Oh, you don't no. like the Music Man? No, I, I, it's not that I don't like the Music Man. It's just there's so many other musicals that we could talk about um, that aren't the Music Man. Uh, Fair enough. Okay, like what? 1776? Ew. Are you 80? <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to Branson, Missouri? Hey, Next, there's nothing wrong with Branson, Missouri. That's where Kong can attack. Yes. Yo, Branson, Missouri. That's very All true. All right, so okay, what's a good example of? Uh, we'll get back to the '30s monsters yeah. and our other. But what's a, what's a good example of a musical for you? Like a, a good a good musical would okay. be like Beetlejuice the musical. Okay. You know. All right. All right, it's no Music Man. <laughs> Wicked. Shapoopy from the music. Shapoopy, you're right. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I I, that Shapoopy. stopped you down. That Shapoopy. Um, Annie, the Star Wars parody musical. Oh, I thought you meant Annie, I... the one with uh, Jamie Fox. No, uh. we discussed this. I know. Not on the air, sweetie. <laughs> we'll say that one for later. <laughs> That's a whole other episode <laughs> where I'm gonna make you watch all three Annies. Oh, okay. And then we'll watch the Star Wars Annie, and, and then right. we'll talk about which one is the best. I'll be like, I saw, I, 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 the first one I saw was Jamie Foxx. It's got a little nostalgic <laughs> thing for me. <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow. That's four. Four. That's four. I will <laughs> pull the plug on this. So help me. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I refuse to. Talking about musical, what else am I going to do? I saw Nothing's going to hold him down. I saw Hamilton. You did? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I liked it was it. very good. We actually have a podcast on it. It's our second episode. I didn't watch it yet. I know. Which what, is Hamilton? crazy because I, yeah, Hamilton, I haven't watched it yet. I'm the oh. theater chick and I haven't 
watched it. Like even gone to any of the shows? I haven't seen it. Oh, oh wow. Seen it at all. Haven't I, seen it. Didn't watch the plus of Disney. Oh, the, wow. The funny yeah. thing to me is that Hamilton and 70, uh, 1776 takes place at about the same time. Yeah, and one is a good musical. One and the is... other one's Hamilton. Great. One is good. One is great. I think you're right. <laughs> I, you know, I can't even defend 1776 because it really is a terrible musical. Yes, yes. I like I like one of the songs, but that's about it. I can't even name one of the songs off the top of my head. Dear Mr. Adams. <laughs> Mr. Adams. Dear Five. Mr. Adams. <laughs> <laughs> It's almost like a musical about drafting government documents isn't really that great or interesting. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's and Imagine the songs aren't that. even that good. I know songs aren't even that good. We saw Cats. That was a musical. Yeah, I remember. I made you watch Cats. We saw that movie three fucking times. That was, I have as well. <laughs> yeah, that was an ordeal. We we well we talked about that. Yeah. By the time mm-hmm. by the time you've heard this, you that, that can one. go back and listen to our uh, opinion on Cats. Though. The first time, it was a tough get-through. Second time, not so bad. Third time, it was kind of tough, but it was alright. It wasn't so bad. (laughs) It's like you guys reverted. I was just sitting there, I was like, you know what? Like, just get to the good part. Get to the old, the old man singing. That's funny. Old man singing? (laughs) Yeah, old man singing. Old Tomcat. Ian McKellen? Yes. Ian McKellen was the best part of the movie. Of course he was. The second best part. Gandalf? I also like John Voight. No, yeah, John Voight was good. John Voight was pretty good. <laughs> As the old Deuteronomy. John Voight's not in that. Old Deuteronomy. <laughs> Judy Dench, you assholes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Selba. But anyway. Uh, yeah, we, we're really going down yeah, that, that road. Yeah, oh yeah we've, already done, we've already done Cats. Um, Little Shop of Horrors, that's a good musical. That's a good musical. Uh, hey, we all can it. agree. You know, did yes, you just you say you disagree? No, I said I haven't seen it. You've seen it? You haven't seen it? Oh, oh I thought there was like a, a, sta- a different stage production. Yeah, no, I the, saw mo- it. the movie was based off the stage version. No, I saw it. It was good. Yeah. But anyway, we're getting too far off here. King oh Kong. King Kong. Running, King Kong's running amok in downtown uh, Branson, Missouri. Oh, Branson, I, Missouri. we got to make this a musical now, apparently. You know what? Yes, yeah. we actually 100. Actually. That is a great idea, Britain. King Kong the musical or King Kong uh, speakeasy? Yeah, musical. We'll, well, we'll call it. Uh, I say we just call the Wrath of Kong. <laughs> yeah, la- you're really la- proud la- of that. Go ahead. <laughs> I, am, I really am. And uh, like, we won't tell people it's a musical. They'll the first song, of course, will be by. It'll be like Skid Row from Little Shop of Horrors. Everyone's depressed about being in a speakeasy town. They don't have any drinks to drink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Kong's gonna sing until, like, the third or fourth song. Kong's going to actually sing. Uh, oh, yeah, he's oh gonna, yeah. And he's gonna have a fucking devil of a voice. Um, I-, I want Kelsey Grammer to be the... Uh, yes. Uh, the voice... Uh, the singing voice of Kong. And I don't want him to be the regular voice of Kong. I want the regular voice to be, like, uh, like very guttural. I, I want... Uh, Kong, go now. No, like Tor uh, Bo- Johnson. Bobcat Cothway. <laughs> Bobcat Gothwaite? Yeah, Gothwaite. He, he's... <laughs> I'm gonna go over here. I'm gonna... Don't take pictures of me. I don't like it. I just want to go up here and... I just go want to... Building. I just want to... Sing. God, is that seventeen? That's, How that's six, that's I think, six. for five. No, six. Oh boy! <laughs> Welcome to the halfway mark, everybody. Oh my! It's God. a toe tapping musical right here. <laughs> Kong the musical. Kong the musical. Actually, I believe that there is a Kong musical out there is somewhere. Ah, oh, there's there. Well, there's a there's there a always for is. There's a musical for everything. There's a RoboCop musical. RoboCop. Yeah. Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, Silence of the Lambs. Musical. Um, 
Yep. Caligula. Not shocked. It's pretty. Shocked. It's pretty good. <laughs> I only saw the one song from the Sounds of the Lambs musical. Yeah, it was the Buffalo song. Bill one. Yeah, the uh, put the fucking lotion in the basket. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's a good song. I'll see you at the house again. See you at the yeah. house. Oh, yeah. Max boyfriend used to say that to me. <laughs> I wish That's I was tender. joking. That's very endearing. <laughs> All right, so uh, so Kong the musical. Let's start spitball, spitballing, spitballing some ideas. Spitballing for Kong the musical. Yes. Are we staying in Branson, Missouri? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, wait. Do you have any? Do you have any other ideas? Uh, no, I think Branson is actually perfect because okay. Branson is like. For those of you who don't know, Branson, Missouri is the place where the retirees go for a good time, kind of like how regular humans go to Florida or Vegas for like shows in New York and Broadway and this and that. So, but Branson, Missouri is also where good things go to die. Like, Um, I don't know. I don't know why. I I just. I envision geriatric bordellos for some reason. It's oh <laughs> almost exactly like that, except oh. for it's also very religious. It's a very religious town, so that's perfect because our our musical can have a, a gospel theme through it. That'll be our music. You're, you're really gospel pushing things. Kong. Yes, gospel Kong. Huh. That's all I have. I, all right. All right. Uh, Let's see how we can work with this. So I see that you're empty now. Your soul I, I, just drained. I've shot my load, so it's all done. <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> uh, so, I, I guess Kong is adopted by some uh, down-and-out preacher in Branson, Missouri during oh. the uh, pro- Prohibition. Okay, I like where Baby you're going Kong? with this. Baby Kong. Baby Kong. Baby Kong. Uh, he left, uh, left on the doorstep. No, he's found in a river. In a river. Was he un- E.T.? No, like Baby Moses himself. Oh, that's a really mm-hmm. big basket. It was. Well, I don't know if he's a little tiny bebe. Yeah, I mean, he's still not going to be... Like... He's maybe going to be the size of a car, I guess. I don't know. How big is Kong? Well, I don't Kong know. Is, Kong, Kong is... could go from a little tiny bebe to a very big... Yeah, Kong, big Kong's like Kong. 20 feet. Well, like 20 tw- feet? That's yeah. all you think Kong is? Yeah, like, That's not actually... The was... animatronic down in Disney or in Universal was bigger than 20 feet. It was, maybe, uh, it was only his mouth. Maybe he's just filled with love like Clifford, the big red dog. Yeah. <gasps> Okay, so he starts off as a runt Ew. Kong. You don't have, like you s- have you guys seen the oh, Clifford the, musical? No. The the, the, uh, the the movie. The the movie trailer for I haven't. Clifford. I have not. It's not cute. Is he it's eat the creepy. little girl? Oh, is it? I wish. I wish. But no, like the CGI is just. Oh. Uh, it's not cute. So I, I do like that. I do have to say, Kong the musical, no CGI. Yes. No. One hundred percent. It's gonna be. It's um, gonna be a puppet. You know, if if like a muppet. I guess if we're only going like uh, not a very big Kong, because that's exciting. Uh, it could be a, guess- <laughs> a, a very big Kong. I didn't say it couldn't be big. I said it couldn't start out big because yeah. you know I, I just he's I, huge. Yeah, size of a size of a walrus immediately. A walrus. Yeah, it's that, not that, even that big. That, walruses are huge compared that, to monkeys. They are like that. that that's a very odd <laughs> unit of measurement. Is <laughs> one. And a third walrus. <laughs> That's five walruses right there. Five <laughs> walruses and a dump truck. <laughs> so yes, he's a he's a, one and a third walruses, and he's adopted by a, a, a preacher. Preacher like, eats him out of like he gets all the communion waivers. Okay, okay. Immediately now, here's the question I have to you, uh, Britton or Jenny. Okay. Um, is the preacher a good, upstanding preacher, or is he like a Frollo preacher from Hunchback of Notre Dame? Like he, he's. 
gonna dump him in a well? Well, I mean, is he like a cruel kind of bringing him up, or is he a uh, good bringing him right. up? I would think that he would be more good bringing him up, but yeah. I would hope that he wouldn't be the touchy-feely gypsy kind of. Uh, okay. I, I want him to be like uh, a, a good, and somehow Kong has to raise the money, or the government's gonna take the church. See, I'm thinking. I think I'm thinking he's warm but firm, and Kong, you know, he's reaching his like teenage years where he's the size of like eight walruses and <laughs> and now and he, he's starting to rebel yeah exactly he yeah. kind of like, wants a drink bananas where are my bananas banana daiquiris. daiquiris yes yes <laughs> give me that give me give me no, no, right, no. you. <laughs> you're a monster you're the real kong but okay so okay we're moving on here okay and uh of course he's like you're not my real dad you don't you don't understand the daiquiri life and like, then uh, throws a chair. <laughs> then he finds out through like pictures and stuff that the preacher was a Kong. Uh, well, nah, maybe not. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's a little that's, stretch. <laughs> that's a little stretch. You thought you were the only Kong, huh? Like Teen Wolf, uh, but maybe not. Oh, Teen Wolf, the movie or yeah, the TV the movie, show? The movie. I've never seen a TV show. I guess I've never seen all the movie either. Uh, I've never seen the movie. Not the whole movie. I've seen bits and pieces of it. I saw the cartoon in the eighties. Wait, there was a Teen Wolf cartoon? Oh yeah. I'm sorry, that, squeeze me? That, that yeah, there sounds was a, great. There was a Teen Wolf cartoon back in the 80s. Hmm. Expound. Is there anything more to it? Uh, what does he do? Uh, there, he turns into a werewolf. I remember the... Uh, he eats the blood of, of people, of villagers. Uh, yeah, I, the, I remember the jock douchebag uh, main character, uh, villain in the movie was there, and he's always saying, stay away from my girl! <laughs> and... Uh, and, and then uh, the Michael J. Fox character would just get angry and turn into a werewolf and do things. Oh, so he's like the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Okay. And his uh, his family were all werewolves, but mm -hmm. they didn't change into werewolves. They just were werewolves. They were just always were yeah. werewolves. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's that's all I remember from uh, from back then. The 80s are weird. Oh, it was a wonderful the 80s time. were phenomenal. They had a Little Shop of Horrors uh, cartoon. That I did not know 90s. that. It was just called Little Shop. Wasn't um, the 80s... Uh, didn't the 80s have the... Uh, uh, what was it? What the hell was it? That was the... Uh, um... The Fonz cartoon. Had the oh, Fonz the cartoon. Happy Days from yeah, Space. Yeah, with the, the aliens. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> the 80s were a magical time. Yeah. Uh, they had... Like a Bill and Ted cartoon, but I'll tell you what yeah. they didn't have. They didn't have the 1930s Kong movie where during Prohibition. So we gotta expound more about that. Although, yeah, like I think that. Hear me out. We we go through the movie. It's a nice, great musical. Everyone fucking loves it. Wins all the awards. I don't yeah. care. Um, then they make a cartoon off of our King Kong in the 30s Prohibition kind of thing, like they did in the 80s. Mm -hmm. Tap dancing numbers. And Ooh, it's or uh, like Hammerman. And Go on. what it is, it's an event. You know, Kong, uh, he he's just a, a traveling uh, hobo, and he just goes. <laughs> wow, he really fell down hard. Uh, like, he's the, the the romanticized hobo. Oh, okay, like, like the one with the stick. And yeah, with the a bindle. Boxcar Kong. Yeah, yeah, and he he just go sits in his boxcar, which he takes up. Uh, he takes <laughs> up all the room, and he goes on different adventures. Like every stop, he goes. Uh, to a different city, and you know when he goes to, uh, let's say, uh, uh, New York. No, not not just New York, but like uh, he's been there. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, uh, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. Ohio. Okay. Yeah, he goes to Cleveland, Ohio, and then he gives you know gives a little spiel about uh, the the history of it, and then you know he oh, it's meets educational, a, not educational, but they give little trivia things to make okay. the parents think that uh, it, it's something worthwhile, and then for the cartoon version, correct? Yes, of yes. course, of course. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, and then he, uh, him, and his little dog friend. Uh, of course, he has like What's a little, his dog's name. Uh, uh, Bow Wow. That's fine. And fine. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and they go on an adventure and find treasure. See, here's what I'm thinking. I like what you're. I like what you're putting down. Um, but I'm gonna say at the end of every episode, uh, he does enough damage that they run him out of town. So he has to get back on the train and go to the next town. See, I would think that they loved him too much that he had to run away from all the attention. Every time he's in a city, they shoot at him with airplanes. I think that that's a perfectly... I want to say... I got the perfect Middle compromise. Ground? Okay. Uh, there are... There's an equivalent in every town of, like, the, the Beagle... Uh, the Beagle Brothers or the Beagle Boys from DuckTales. And, uh, you know, they're always trying to get the treasure before Kong does. Okay. And every, you know... And uh, every time he... Uh, he'll he'll eat uh, some kind of uh, uh, sponsored cereal like banana O's, and then he'll get his Kong powers. Oh, like and, a Popeye. Uh, yeah, but but it's it's you know some some kind of brand sponsorship, and then he'll smash their base, and then they'll go there next one, the next city. As I say, like, he decks them and turns them to paste. And then he has to run We're out of like, town. Well, yeah, I guess so. Maybe they're like the Soggies from Captain Crunch. See, now I got another one. I'm going to add another little, mix, uh, little thing to the mix here. Um, I say, you know how, uh, like, Elmira was always chasing after the animals and everything in Tiny Toons and yeah. stuff like that? We have someone equivalent, just some someone who's just infatuated with Kong and chasing him, like, you know, like following him, not chasing him, from... Uh, place to place and just kind of just a, an extra little character a little annoying character what like a uh, a hunter no no no, well, no like, she's she's like a him. love interest but she wants uh. to smush him to death yeah, exactly. because he's so cute exactly. and so yeah. adorable he's gonna uh, have big eyes that that would be funny but i do think it's like uh, some guy in a pith helmet and an elephant gun i'm gonna get that i'm going to get that kong and mount him over my uh, uh, my, my my fireplace yeah you know we can do both you know, he's, yeah, he's, you know, the, the hunters always chase. Sometimes a hunter catches up with them. Sometimes it's the annoying little girl. Yeah, but here's the maybe thing. The per- girl is actually the hunter's daughter. Daughter, yes. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. And yeah. she's always ruining his uh, chance of, like, shooting him. Because he has an elephant gun, right? Yeah. Okay. Right, of course. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're all in agreement about the elephant oh, gun. Oh, yeah. But you, Daddy, don't do that. I love the gun. He's so cute. Minerva, get off the ape. Her name's Minerva? Yeah. That's a great name. <laughs> that is a good name. That's a perfect name. Get out of the way. I got to get a clean shot in the head or else he won't fall. <laughs> Daddy, and I love him. Every other episode, she just stands in front of the gun and she's like, no. And he's you like, you can't take him from me. But he's like, towers over her. So he's like, get out of the way. Even though he's a clean shot. Yeah. Move. Come on. Minerva, I. I'd like to shoot the monster. Could you move, please? <laughs> I think sometimes she uh, she intentionally sabotages the dad by putting, like, instead of the gunpowder in his gun, she puts, like, sleeping powder. So when he shoots okay. it, he goes to sleep. Uh, I imagine one one day uh, she she does manage to, like, I don't know, blackmail or extort Kong <laughs> into, uh, into a marriage. Mm-hmm. 
Like and uh, he's wearing a little he's wearing a little bow tie. Yeah, and a top she, hat. Yeah, a little bow tie and top hat. And uh, the the dad comes and ruins the wedding and shoots the cake. <laughs> and uh, you know he gets away. Khan gets away, but she's uh, she's throwing like a little tantrum. Daddy! Yeah, she's stomping on her yeah. bouquet. Yeah. <laughs> no, she throws the bouquet, and another ape catches it. And you know it's a, a woman the, ape in the crowd. Bow Wow catches it. Oh yeah, and, and runs away. Yeah, and then it's like a, it, as it's like leaving him, uh, as it's following him, like it's a heart silhouette or whatever that kind of yeah. closes in. Wait, the is that the season finale? Wait, is the ape in the dog bone? Is that what that's no, no, implying? No, no, no. How just dare a, you? Like uh, that's Bow Wow. Bow Wow gets around though. That oh, that yeah. that dog fucks. Like he's got a <laughs> he's got he's got someone in every port basically. There are lots of dogs everywhere. That's actually why they are traveling. Yeah. It's because Bow Wow has conquests yeah. in everywhere <laughs> they go. That's his That's his motivation to stay mm -hmm. with Kong. And all yeah. the kids to, to take care of as well. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, he doesn't He doesn't want to go back to Des Moines. Or, or maybe Bow Wow has, like, a lot of... Like, he has a different family member in uh, each city. Like, kind of like Scooby Dumb. Scooby Dumb, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, there, you know, in each city, there's another uh, dumb relative of Bow Wow that they it's, get to meet. Oh, look! What, does Kong talk, first of all? Oh, oh okay, yeah. He's got yeah, it. yeah. Oh, look, Bow Wow, what's your cousin? Bow Wow! That's the best I had on okay. short notice. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I imagine uh, Kong has kind of like a McGill gorilla type, uh, yeah, a bit of a dumb ape. Oh, come on, Bow Wow, we're gonna go and uh, go meet the president. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I guess it would be Ronald Reagan at the time. <laughs> Kong, how's it going? That's my. Uh, I'm not doing this again. I'm not, Paul, doing, no, I'm Paul, not doing another Ronald Reagan Paul, Paul, Paul Lynn is a Ron <laughs> Hey, Bow Wow. Bow Wow. It's a pleasure to finally meet you, Kong. <laughs> I've heard so much about you. You're a lot taller than I thought you would be. <laughs> That's old Paul Lynn. I, That's Paul Lynn after the stroke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I made myself sad. Now I love Paul Lynn. Hey. Wow. That's, that's, all, that's all I have to say. Yeah. <clears throat> we just talked about that. Uh, just all of that. Yeah. Yeah. That, all that just happened. All Every, that the whole really thing wrapped in. And who would have thought when we started with a King Kong musical that would have ended with Paul Lynn? I had a hunch, but I didn't want to say anything. I mean, I didn't write my prediction down on paper, but I felt but like you I should have. Yeah, it was a bit of an inevitability. You know, I, I guess it was kind of obvious this time around, so. Next time we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to make things you know, a little bit more twists and turns instead of just uh, ending it where it was. But uh, well, skeleton of cadaver. So I thought it was a uh, a good time. If you if you kind of like those cheesy fifties movies and uh, kind of want to see a uh, a bit of a parody on that genre, you know, definitely give this a try. It's very very worth the time, especially if you're gonna watch it with friends. I thought it was okay. Uh, it had its moments, and it was very clever, and I did enjoy the the satirical elements to it. So uh, clever and charming—that's how I would that's how I would say, and I do recommend it to anyone who wants a good laugh. I agree. It's very charismatic. I like the chemistry between all of the characters, and everybody should watch it. It's very quotable, and there's a sequel. <gasps> Maybe we'll do that sometime, or maybe we won't. It's up to everyone. It's up to Jenny. Oh, I'm gonna make you guys watch it. Whether or not we talk about it will okay. be another thing. <laughs> no, we'll watch it. We'll give it a try. 
All right, so uh, take it easy, everybody. A toodaloo. Holler. That'll hold a little SOBs.